This is Our People Podcast, telling the stories behind South Tyneside and Sunderland NHS Foundation Trust. Hi, and welcome to this episode of Our People Podcast. My name is Harry Newhouse, and I will be your host. On this week's episode, I have the pleasure of speaking to clinical lead for Sunderland Integrated Musculoskeletal Services, which is also known as SIMS, and sports and exercise medicine consultant Dr. Glenn Ray and physiotherapist Nia Woodhouse. Welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Glenn, could you please tell us a little bit about yourself and the work you do here at the Trust? Yeah, so thanks very much for inviting us to, to speak from, from SIMS. Um, so I, I come from um, SIMS, as you, as you rightly say, a, a community base service, um, which is basically musculoskeletal, so conditions within uh, within Sunderland from, from referrals from any GP in Sunderland. Um, so I'm a consultant in sports and exercise medicine. Um, my work is split pretty much 50-50, perhaps a little bit more towards sport than, than purely musculoskeletal. Um, so my, my background, I'm from Sunderland originally, so quite passionate with regards to, to the area. Um, trained in Leeds, in my sort of undergraduate medical degree in Leeds, um, with, a, with an aim that to, to be a, to always work in sport really. Um, so I have worked, I was the head of the medical department at Sunderland Football Club for over 20 years. Um, I, I left last October uh, and have taken a role with um, England senior men's cricket. So um, I do a little bit in horse racing, looking after the jockeys rather than the horses. And within the NHS work within, within the sim service. Um, so um, that's, that's pretty much where I come from. Yeah, as a physiotherapist, what does uh, your work involve and how did, uh, did you come into the role? Um, yeah, so I'm actually a rotational physiotherapist, uh, which basically means that I rotate around the hospital in different specialisms. Uh, but I do often forget that because I've been on Sims for a while and I will be on Sims until next year. Um, and my role involves um, taking those referrals from the GP and they basically recover top to toe musculoskeletal conditions like Glenn was saying um, and I will assess those patients and have a diagnosis it's generally around pain so where's that pain coming from um, and then we'll work together on a treatment plan so based on what that patient aims to get back to functionally um, and that can be exercise rehab um, and it can be sort of manual therapy or the sort of modalities of therapy and I had a bit of an unconventional route into physio because I did a undergrad in molecular biology just loved science and biology and went into software sales after that which I absolutely loved my job but ultimately what was missing for me was working with patients in a healthcare setting to use my biology to help people and so that's sort of how I ended up in physio so I've put all of my experience together and ended up in a role that I really enjoy. Brilliant and um, when we mention the phrase musculoskeletal um, shortened to MSK uh, what do we mean Uh, like what kind of conditions or complaints are most common? Um, So MSK, like you said, is musculoskeletal and it basically is what it says on the tin. So generally conditions that affect your joints, bones, muscles, tendons, nerves. Um, So generally it's going to be pain that we're seeing, like I said, but it can also be persistent pain that we see. 
Um, conditions and complaints that are most common, um, I would probably say, say obviously a lot of back pain that can be mechanical, so um, how muscles and joints are interacting, or we see a lot of arthritic joints as well. So people often say sort of wear and tear in the joints, whether that's in the back, the knees, we see a lot of different joints that are affected by that. But like I said, we, we work with people top to toe. Glenn, you're a clinical lead for SIMS, uh, which um, please could you tell us what SIMS is and how it helps our patients? Yeah, so uh, SIMS is Sunderland Integrated Musculoskeletal Service, um, which basically um, it's a it's a it was a CCG commission service, which basically means that um, the primary care, so GP practices um, and all associated with it, um, felt that they required a, a more specialist musculoskeletal service to refer into. So um, integrated or intermediate basically is, it puts us in between primary care. So when a patient goes to see their GP, um, then most referrals will therefore go to secondary care, i.e. being the hospital, whereas we sort of fall in an in-between area. Um, we truly are a, a multidisciplinary team in that we have a range of, a range of different um, clinicians and, and um, individuals working within that service. I think MDT gets sort of bandied about quite a bit, but I think this is one service that, that genuinely does fulfil what, what it says on the tin. The, we have, um, obviously, myself as sort of consultant in sports medicine, and we have a number of um, other doctors within the service who um, the majority are GPs um, in Sunderland, but also further afield who've come to work in this area. Um, so they're within Newcastle, um, South Shields, etc. will come, come to do their clinics here. Um, and they are a GP with a specialist uh, interest, but also postgraduate training in musculoskeletal conditions like Nia's described, so any muscle tendons, ligaments, whatever that may be. Um, we also have a, a range of physiotherapists um, of different banding from band five on rotations all the way uh, through to band seven and band eight physiotherapists within the team. So an extremely huge amount of experience um, and different skill sets. Um, we also have TIs, so technical instructors. So we have one technical instructor currently, um, and we're, we've literally just advertised and, and shortlisted, I heard this morning, to, to bring a, um, at least one more technical instructor in. Um, and they come from a range of backgrounds, and they may have worked um, as physio assistants, perhaps in hospitals, um, and as sports scientists. Um, so with, with the degrees in sports science, are, are very keen to, to work within the NHS. Um, and that's a, a, you know, a, a perfect way to, for them to come into the, into the service and, and be able to you know, start working with, with, with real life patients, basically. Um, I think the, the push, that the, the TI's role is very much from a rehab point of view and um, an exercise management to be able to show, um, they run classes to be able to show how to do those exercises very well so you get the majority out of, out of the exercises. There's probably, there's very rarely bad exercises, but there is, there is not brilliantly done exercises um, for, for many conditions and that's where you know, they play that role. Then we have a you know extensive administration team um, because we receive around about three thousand referrals a month into SIM, so it's a it's a very big service, um, and um, yes, that's that's pretty much what we are. We we're, we're based all of Sunderland, so we have um, clinics. We do have some clinics within the Royal, within the hospital, but the majority of the community. So we're based over at Houghton Primary Care Centre, Washington Primary Care Centre, Grindon, uh, Southwick. We've just moved into uh, to a, a nice. Um, new sort of facility there that we, that we work from um, as well as some on occasions Riverview, Springwell so right right across the whole of Sunderland um, and receive referrals from primary care so from GPs much more now from practice nurses from paramedics who are working within the, the different PCNs so the primary care networks um, and we're, we're, a, we're a, an option for you know for, for, for all those referrals. If people are experiencing pain or problems with their mobility 
Uh, what should they do and what goes into someone being referred to your service? So uh, the, the patient will usually see um, one of the clinicians within primary care um, and a referral then is sent in the same way the referral to the, the surgeons or dermatology or any other secondary care. They're, they're, it's, it's exactly the same process the referral comes from the GP. Um, those referrals are then triaged, so by myself and um, a number of our um, senior clinicians will will look at the information that's available on that referral. And the idea of triage is to get that patient to the most appropriate person first. So, for example, if it's someone who has had um, a week of a week of back pain, a couple of weeks of back pain, then the truth is that there's very there's no point in seeing me because I. I'm not going to be able to help them to the degree the knee can. Whereas, you know, knee would be able to get them up and about, um, explain what they need to do, um, strengthen and exercise and mobility exercises, and she's far more skilled than I am in anything of that nature. Whereas if there is more, perhaps more chronic problems um, or other types of problems that it may have already utilised physiotherapy and exercise, then they'd be probably more likely to come to myself, for example. Um, so there's a referral from primary care, but. What we'd found interestingly through through COVID when we obviously during lockdown we, we actually never shut. We we continued but we couldn't see patients face to face. So we did as many so we, we contacted all our patients that were referred to us, we continued accepting referrals um, through that time and we, we spoke to patients purely on the phone because that's all we could do. Um, and we found that it was sort of sixty-nine, nearly seventy percent of patients that were that were referred to us and were given advice um, and given exercises and referred to our then website um, of the information on there. 70% didn't need anything further. They didn't come back to us within the next six months. Um, and as we are the, the, the single point of access for, for, for orthopedic problems, they would, have had, they would need to come through us either as a self-referral where they, you know, because they're in the service, they could contact us directly to come back within that period or via a, a new referral. Um, and we found that, you know, the, it just proved how useful exercise and loading and mobility is for, for, for many, you know, in the majority of, of conditions. So the reason, I, the reason I mentioned about the exercises is that we have um, an extensive website and an online um, app called Move With Me um, and patients um, as well as staff will see in GP practices um, lots of posters and QR codes and on the website so on sunderlandims.co.uk then Patients can register onto that onto that site and then and use the information on there. And that is a we've got a, a library of over three hundred videos of, of our own physios undertaking the exercises that we think are useful um, and directing you know for the you know, knee pain for example you know the specific exercises that people can use first off. And the truth is by by doing them the high majority won't actually need to you know take time off work to come to appointments etc. Um, and they can they can undertake that. So I definitely recommend. Know, patients to, to directly sort of use that but but also my you know my colleagues within the hospital um, but all, and also in primary care um, it's a really useful resource. Could you tell us a bit about what sort of investigations and treatments the service has to offer? Yeah we, we have access to we, we can so we will see the patient and the majority we're I'm very pleased to say we can um, manage and, and help that patient's problems problems settle um, and, and for them to manage that problem um, or to, to cure it basically. Um, and that then involves a, a range of, sort of treatments from obviously from physiotherapy and exercise management to um, we do injection therapies. So we have well, ESPs, which are extended scope physios, who have access to diagnostics, which I'll come back to, um, as well as um, injection treatments. We do, a, from an investigation point of view, we can access whatever we need, you know, the most appropriate investigation depending on that condition. So uh, x-rays, uh, MRI scans, ultrasound scans, CT scans, we, we have access to the, to the whole range. 
Um, also, blood tests are, are also required for, for some musculoskeletal type conditions or possible diagnoses. Um, and from a treatment point of view, we, we will use steroid injections. We also use a range of different injections. So we will do blood injections. So for some tendon conditions, for example, we can um, take blood out of the patient's arm. And on the theory that there is growth, factor, growth hormone um, within that um, blood, then that can be injected in tendons to try and trigger more of a response than, than we're getting from, uh, from exercises alone. We have um, the... We have access to ultrasound guided injections within the service. So rather than referring to, to radiology, etc., we can do those within the service. So a lot of these procedures are ultrasound guided. And so if it's difficult to access the joint, for example, we can use the ultrasound. We also do things like hydrodistension, um, which actually we had a, a paper uh, published probably two years ago now on hydrodistension uh, for frozen shoulders, which is an extremely painful condition with, with excellent results. Um, so we, we offer that within the community here. Um, I know in um, some of the shoulder consultants will offer that in theatre, um, but it's obviously we can we can manage that a, a lot quicker and without the um, without the need for for surgery uh, for theatre. Um, involvement. Uh, there's, there's one of my colleagues over in Newcastle who's a, radio, a consultant radiologist, offices in, in, a, in a clinic setting too. But I think other than that, I think they're the only two places that, that do offer offer that procedure. So, and, and there, as a physiotherapist, mm-hmm. um, what sort of conditions and treatments do you specialise in? Um, so, like I said before, we've got, we see a wide range of, of areas of conditions within the umbrella of musculoskeletal so we'll see anything from an ankle to a neck um, so we're all trained in being able to assess joints soft tissue nerves to be able to find a diagnosis and in terms of treatments we we often go down an exercise therapy route and we'll work to use sort of um, evidence-based practice for that as well and um, like Glenn said we've got a multidisciplinary team so we can work with our um with our specialist physios gps and with our technical instructor um to basically formulate the best treatment plan for the patient we like to try and personalize it as much as as we can rather than having a cookie cutter approach for for each person so it really depends on what what the person wants to achieve um do they want to get back to a specific sport do they want to try and reduce some pain um so that's how we basically personalize it around them Perfect. And um, so Sims is based in Sunderland. Um, do we have this, any like the same or uh, or a similar service at South Tyneside? Yeah. So um, IMAT services, which is an integrated musculoskeletal assessment and treatment services, are, are all across the country these days. Um, one of the first, which um, came about, I think probably the second in the country, I believe, was actually in South South Shields. It was in South Tyneside, um, and and I started working there back in two thousand and seven with with it. And then one of the one of the doctors who I, who I work with there is, has now joined us. A number of the doctors who were there have also joined us over in Sunderland now. So um, the I'm as I said the IMAS clinics are available sort of nationally. Um, they all vary from what they what they offer um, and the and the clinicians involved. Obviously, um, the what we have in Sunderland is as I say a true MDT, um, and I think the the size of the Sunderland service and the the great variation in the types of treatments we can offer is uh, is, is is as good as anywhere else that I that I know of. Um, so I'm. A, Previously, an elected member of the, the Faculty of Sports and Exercise Medicine, in which colleagues within my sort of my, my speciality, um, it's their their faculty in there. Um, and on discussing with those colleagues, you know, I, I certainly don't think there's anything that that we don't offer that is available anywhere else. Um, so it, 
you know, it's, it's, I think it serves them very proud of, to be perfectly honest, and uh, you know, we're very keen to, to, to continue developing. Um, and I think we, we see that from um, the, the feedback we get from people. So in South Tyneside, there is a there is a musculoskeletal service. Um, it, it's provided by a private physiotherapy company. So it's it's somewhat different to Sims. Are there any other projects that you've been working on uh, within the service? Yeah, so um, like Glenn mentioned, we have launched um, sunderlandims.co.uk with the Move With Me feature. And that's definitely something to shout about because it really is interactive. It means that patients have access to their rehab from home. Um, It's not just exercises on a sheet. They're sort of brought to life with our physios and explaining what's going on. in those exercises so it helps with form to make sure that they're doing exactly what they need to do to help to get better um, and that means that patients can get self-help as well and like um, Glenn said our colleagues in the hospital um, we've also been looking at improving our arthritic hand service in the team and that's basically been a working group with all of our clinicians to look at research on best practice for arthritic hands and um, working with other members of the wider MDT, so working with occupational therapists, and ultimately trying to improve our service so that patients can better self-manage, a, a basically a lifelong condition that can be very painful. And I think that's something that we're always looking to do on Sims. Definitely, I've noticed from my time, there's always going to be room for improvement whilst it's an unbelievable service. We're looking to what's the, what's the newest research, what can we do to improve? So um, that's what we're working on at the minute. Um, yeah, the other thing that we that is involved, we do um, encourage and are always involved in research. Um, so um, we, we I mentioned about the research for hydrodistension, but there's other sort of research products that are on, you know ongoing. We we do take medical students um, who are particularly interested in musculoskeletal and sports medicine, um, and a number of the research projects that have been done there, for example, um, have we we've on three occasions won the, an award at the BASM, which is the British Association of Sports and Exercise Medicine. Um, and you know, they, by presenting the posters that they've done, um, and they've worked on, you know, have won the prize there, which which is great for the medical student, but it also gives something different for the for the staff involved. And I know our staff very much enjoy having um, students uh, with us, and we're very hopeful we'll be taking more physio students in the future, um, partly involved in in research, but also learning the clinical skills. Um, so there's, there's the teaching element that we're certainly pushing. Um, we've just had an away day, so. CPD and development within the team, as Nia said, is, is really important and we need to continue continue with that. And we have extremely strong links with um, our orthopaedic colleagues, our rheumatology colleagues, pain colleagues, who are probably the, 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 those teams that we refer on to the most. Um, and you know they uh, are very keen to join us in our in our monthly meetings, uh, providing CPD um, as well as the, the way day, but also co- you know consultant colleagues from um, from from other teams and other trusts. Uh, you know the other we had a, an away day on Tuesday, which uh, uh, one of my colleagues from, uh, from from the QE very very kindly joined us um, to, to talk about his, his specialist area. So yes, yeah, so a lot of things ongoing. As I said, the the, the technical instructor is, is something that I think is. Is something we can really push. I think from my time in my time in sport, I, I understand, I completely understand the the importance of getting people back to work. But also that there's more to life than just work. And you know, the, we we have a lot of you know amateur sports people out there um, who are keen to get back to that sport. And you know, I think that end stage of rehab is probably something because of the NHS pressures that we we probably can do better. Um, and I think that's something we need to need to be looking at to. You know, to get people back to their sport rather than just getting them back to work to, to, to do what they have to do, but more what they want to do. And I think after after COVID, especially a lot of, a lot 
lot of people got into sports as uh, as a way of form of exercising when they were when it was locked down, and um, and I'm sure and I'm, that they would just want to get back involved into what they're doing. So it's not just professionals as it is for it's for just every every person who goes for like a five a side every week. Absolutely, you know, and those you know people walking more, um, doing the things like couch to five k, for example. You know, the to you know, there's often a slight worry that you know the the exercise will cause arthritis and it will make arthritis work. For example, what what we know is actually by keeping mobile and strengthening um, everything else is actually beneficial for for those conditions with with the um, with, with those conditions too. Um, what we have what we have found since especially mentioned COVID, God forbid if we didn't at least mention COVID once during the, <laughs> during the hour. Um, we're seeing a lot more neck problems, upper limb problems, and it's related to uh, back problems. And it's very much related to people, more people working from home, but obviously not, you know, certainly during COVID when, you know, before desks and everything could be could be sent from Amazon and, and other suppliers. We, we see a lot more of those type of problems now because of not working at a, a standard death, you know, standard station. Um, so, yeah, we, that, that certainly increased our, our workload, but, you know, it's nice to be able to help people with those problems. So for anyone listening who may think that this is something that they would like to get into uh, as a career or um, like what is Sims looking for and uh, what what are the wider careers associated with with MSK? Yeah, so, so Sims is a, a is very much an MDT, so a whole range of um, different clinicians you know are are required and needed within the team. Um, Recruitment can be really difficult, and I think every different area is finding recruitment difficult. Um, you know, since COVID, um, as I said, we, we've we've got jobs out at the moment. So there's there's actually band six physio job is about to be advertised. Um, so um, there's one just been advertised, which we're about to interview for, um, and there will be there will be more uh, more you know over the next few months. So you know anyone who is keen to get involved and, and be involved in, and work within Sims, I'd strongly encourage them to. I think it's a I think it's a great place to work. I think it's got lots of different a huge amount of different opportunities um, and yeah if they wanted to get in touch uh, with with the service then please do and we can we can talk more about that um, so you know, certainly from a from a physiotherapist point of view any doctors with interested in, in musculoskeletal care be it be a gp be it from elsewhere then you know always always keen to to increase that team i would second that as well from an employee point of view as well it's a really supportive place to work so as a newly qualified physio, I had support from the GPs, from the specialist physios and from my colleague physios as well. I just, just felt really supported and everybody likes to share ideas and we have an open door policy so that we can work together on sort of patient rehab and how we're going to work together to get them better. So it's a, it's a great place to work. I, I think, to be completely honest, it's not an easy place to work. It, you know, there is there is a there is a high workload. It, I think musculoskeletal care, in general, attracts people with extremely good work ethics and who are dedicated, keen, and passionate about that work. Um, so, yeah, if you want an, uh, an easy job, then then it's not it's not Sims. It's not musculoskeletal. Um, however, if it's, you know if that if you are passionate about it and you want to become as good as you possibly can, then I think it's a great place to I think it's a great place to to come work and learn from others. You know, I. I genuinely believe that I've learned more from my physio colleagues over the last, this is not to say I know everything from a medical point of view at all, but I've definitely learned more from my physio colleagues over the last five, seven years than, um, than, my, than my doctor colleagues, to be perfectly honest. You know, the, the, the physios will look at things with a slightly different viewpoint, um, the, the movement of patients, etc. They, they will look at that much more um, than, than perhaps the doctors do in, in general. Um, 
from a yeah from a from a learning point of view and, and another positive to come to the service as say CPD um, and you know personal development is, is really important to, to to all of us um, and you know we do look at slightly different take on things and we'll, we'll get external speakers in etc so for example we had a um, a colleague who's one of the England uh, who's the test England uh, men's test physio came and very kindly drove up from Bristol to to, to speak to and, and do a rehab session the other day um, for, for all the physios but on the docks because they they all uh, you know they won't be doing that they, they don't have the skills to be doing all the rehab that was shown some of it was way over my head for example but they still want that knowledge um, you know and that's always useful we have band seven um, physios who are dedicated to training our physio team, which I believe is unheard of in our profession. So basically their role is to provide monthly training. We have monthly supervision on a one-on-one -on -one basis. And ultimately it's their role to help us to progress and to continue learning. And that is what both of our professions are, medical or physio. It's, it's, you're gonna, it's endless learning basically. So they're basically helping us to achieve that. And um, finally, uh, what top tips would you give uh, to people to help them avoid uh, issues around the joints or to help uh, avoid issues such as arthritis? Um, are, there, are there any ex exercises better than others or any diets or supplements which can help? Um, so with arthritis, it's one of those things. You're, you're likely to have a bit of arthritis in your life and it's nothing to be scared of. Think of it like grey hairs and wrinkles, you get a bit of arthritis in your joints. Um, Why do you look at me then? <laughs> not looking at anybody um so i would just suggest just do what you enjoy doing i i wouldn't say you need to go to the gym and lift loads of weights or do loads of running on a treadmill any sort of movement is going to help and to strengthen your joints and keep them mobile so whether it's dancing yoga tai chi just do something that you enjoy like Glenn said, the problems that we're seeing more recently are the neck problems, the shoulder issues, which come from sort of all day sat at your desk, hunched shoulders, looking over your laptop, that sort of thing. Um, so it's moving in a way that's, that you're going to enjoy, enjoy and you're going to basically keep doing. Um, so I wouldn't say one size fits all, but that's the best way to sort of keep yourself supple and moving. Um, so I wouldn't say there's one exercise better than other, but we do know that it's strength and mobility generally that's going to help. I think that um, for those you know, if people are sort of listening to this and are keen to start exercising um, and perhaps haven't done so for quite some time for whatever reason, um, I think it's quite daunting, quite difficult, especially to go to a gym. And there is referrals that can be gained from GP and, and from um, health coaches, um, social prescribers who are now available for, within primary care. And sometimes I think it just takes a little bit of getting started to the point where you can then go and do those exercises and, and I think one way of doing that is is general mobility so I think walking is great um, things like the, the, the couch to 5k are, are super but that doesn't have to be a run that, that could be a walk and if you if you just google you know couch to 5k um, I think that, that that will give you give a, a bit of a program to start doing that and, and get more miles in the, in the legs um, there's also things like park runs um, so there's I know there's the, the park run and I think in Sunderland there's, there's only one in Silksworth there's probably more than one in Sunderland now there's only a lot over in the Newcastle region um, but if that is seems a little bit too too far a step initially then using the Sunderland uh, IMS.co.uk website and, and registering with the move with me uh, will give you general strengthening exercises um, that can be done and they can all be done at home and they don't need a great deal of um, equipment if any equipment and I think starting to do that benefit will be gained within a couple of weeks um, 
with regards to other sort of activities that, that I think I personally think are really useful, I think swimming and cycling are probably ideal. You know, they're not weight-bearing exercises. Um, and if you're just even to walk in the pool, you know, and you're walking with your up to your up to your waist in water, fifty percent of your body weight's off you. So you get the exercise, but you don't get the force going through your knees, for example. Um, but as you develop that up to up to your shoulders, eighty percent of your body weight's off you. So the more you do of that, the stronger you get, and then you can start moving on to dry land, basically. Um, cycling similar, you know, there is no there is no forces going through those knee on, on a static bike is a, is a great way to get going and to start start that exercise. Right, thank you, Glenn and Nia, for taking the time to come and speak to us today. Uh, thank you for listening to today's episode of Our People Podcast, and make sure to, to check out our, out our Spotify and YouTube channels to listen to other episodes, um, which help explain what all the different departments and services we offer do. Once again, thank you. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Our People Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and check out our other stories. Hit subscribe to keep up with the latest and catch up with what we've been up to on our Twitter, Facebook and Instagram pages. Just search for our name.